takes a certain amount of courage to be free, to recognize the freedom that you are. And the reason I say it takes a certain amount of courage because real freedom demands that you face the things that you don't want to face, that you intimately examine what's actually going on inside of you. You have to confront the lies that you've been telling yourself. You have to tell the truth, ruthlessly tell the truth. You have to meet death, the fear of death, the terror of death, of the physical form. You have to meet the demons of your past and the demons of the future and all the strategies, the complex strategies of mind to protect yourself. It's a deep, intimate examination of you so you can discover the reality of you, right? This is the essence of freedom. Our natural tendency is to focus on what we're feeling our circumstances and the people in our lives and to blame the people, the circumstances and our feelings for our suffering, our anxiety, our fear, our stress, our anger, our rage even. We blame the other, right? But in freedom there is the deep recognition that there is no other this ends the war immediately when you recognize that everyone is the same living truth in the core. Everyone is love itself and beyond all ideas of love, beyond all ideas of peace and silence and freedom. There are so many spiritual concepts floating through the internet being passed around on Facebook, right? There's many, many teachers that claim to be Advaita Vedanta teachers that overlook what's really required to be free, to be the freedom that you are is so simple we can hardly believe it's true. But in order to recognize this simplicity we have to face the demon of our mind, right? Because the mind is the great veil of freedom. The mind and the ego, the genetic mind, right? The genetics of your physical form are wired for survival, are wired for desire, wired for attachment. And Ramana recognized this and struck at the root cause of all fear, all anxiety, all strategies for protection, and that is the egoic identification with the physical form as the definition of who you are. And then that definition expands out to include your past experiences, 
what's happened in your life becomes kind of your guide, your definition, your belief system, right? But the past is definitely the graveyard. And if you give your attention to the past, you naturally will suffer because the mind has this tendency to want to change the past, to fix it, to hope for a different outcome, right? But there's, that's an exercise in futility to go back to the past to try and change it once something happens, it's done. This is why Papaji said, surrender to now. Let now be your guru. Right? This is the wisdom of Papaji, that the past is the graveyard. And now is your guru. And if you really hear what he's saying, this living now that he talks about or that he's pointing to is within your own heart. And the more you give your attention to that, you naturally feel bliss, the bliss of being. You feel better. You can feel euphoric when you give your full attention to now and stop following the movements of the mind to the future or the past, right? because the mind swings from the past to the future. And it's constantly examining and re-examining the past and the future and developing complex strategies so that you can get what you want and avoid what you don't want. But real freedom requires the willingness to look at what we don't want to look at, to clean up the mess of our life is to take responsibility for the mess of our life, right? To welcome the mess of our life and do the deeper inner work, which is essential, right? This is the purification of mind that is essential to become established in the living truth that you are, which is the purest, most indescribable peace silence, freedom. And there is no way to describe this peace, but you can recognize it for yourself in the willingness to stop, in the willingness to tell the truth, in the willingness to become nakedly intimate with yourself, to see what's going on inside of you, it's an end of the blame game that I've mentioned many times, right? It's a deep noticing of what you're feeding your brain. What are you telling yourself inside? What is that internal conversation all about? Are you giving your attention to the past? Are you trying to fix or change the people in your life or the circumstances in your life in the hope that the circumstances, if they're changed, will somehow give you the bliss and happiness that you long for? Really, freedom is recognizing the perfection in this moment exactly as everything is right now in your life. There is no need to fix or change anything. 
There is no need to fix or change anything. You are the living freedom of the eternal now, which is the living flame alive in your own heart, right? This is the sacred flame of eternal salvation, eternal redemption. And it's within you and all around you. But this willingness to take responsibility, this willingness to face what's uncomfortable inside of you is the gateway of freedom. What are you avoiding, right? Examining that intimately for yourself is essential. What do you really want? And what is it that you think freedom will give you? What will enlightenment give you? And what is already enlightened within you? What is the nature of enlightenment, right? But all of this requires a certain kind of courage. The courage to meet death, right? The death of the physical the courage to let go of the pain of the past. Often we become so identified with the story of our past and the pain of that past that we're so identified with it we can't let it go. But surrendering the past, surrendering your identity to this living flame of the heart is essential, right? to free yourself from the veil of the mind that hides this living freedom that you are, right? It's a letting go of the complex strategies to survive, the complex strategies to protect, to get, to keep, right? It's a deep seeing through the mind and the veil generated by mind, the illusion generated by your own mind. The past is an illusion. And it's a fantasy to think that you can go back and change the past. Once something falls into the past, it's finished. And the more you recognize that, the more you let go of that, the more you see through the judge of the egoic mind, the superego, this tendency to beat yourself up, The more you see through that, the freer and freer you naturally experience yourself as freedom, as life itself. But it does require the courage to face what is really true. And what's really true is one day your physical form will die. The past is not real. The future is a projection of mind. It also is not real. The only reality is now. And this is where freedom lives. In this living eternal now. Free of your body and within your body and all around. Right? So this courage of freedom is the willingness to face whatever it is you're avoiding, whatever you're most afraid of. Facing 
the illusion of the past, letting it go, surrendering your identity to the flame of now. This is the gateway of freedom, and it is within your own heart. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Mm-hmm.